Trader, Trade Trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TraderCobb Crypto Show. Guys, don't forget this program is brought to you by TraderCobb.com, where you can go across there, join up to the free subscription service, and learn everything you need to learn about crypto trading and the greater community of blockchain. We've got an amazing guest with us today. It's Saud Sharahi, and uh, Saud is the GM of Business Development at Saudi Telecom Company and has a very interesting perspective. I've spoken to a couple of people now, this is the second within the Saudi uh, within the kingdom to work out you know what's going on there. So it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show, mate. Thanks very much for being here. Thanks for having me. If you wouldn't mind, I mean, I've done your introduction an absolute uh, dog's breakfast, so to speak. If you wouldn't mind introducing yourself a little bit there, Saud, and telling us a bit about what you do and where you're at at the moment. Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm handling the business uh, development in the enterprise sector in Saudi Telecom. And the way that we do it is actually by digitizing certain businesses. So we go up in the value chain when it comes to different sectors, such as education, healthcare, financial, oil and gas, etc. So by doing that, we utilize lots of technologies that are, avail- that are available at the moment. Uh, typically, we look at more futuristic kind of technologies, such as machine learning, and of course, and definitely blockchain is one of them. Okay, so it's uh, it seems that it's obviously at the forefront of a a great deal of industries. We, we're very aware of that. Most of the listeners are relatively aware that blockchain is beyond Bitcoin now. It's created by Bitcoin, but there are lots of other uh, companies and and different industries that are really sort of grabbing a hold of this technology and and working with it. Could you sort of elaborate a little bit on why the telco community, especially, you know, you can speak certainly from the Saudi telecom company's point of view, but but how telco and blockchain can mix, come together and have a positive outcome? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, as you may know, telco, I mean, have been working in the technology space for a very long time. And uh, many of the telcos, they have huge assets that can help in accelerating the uh, adoption and the implementation, if you will, of blockchain. So given the infrastructure that we have, such as the connectivity, the data centers that we have, and any services that are on top of that, such as the cybersecurity, storage, you name it. So having those kind of assets will help us accelerate any deployment for blockchain. So. Give us an example. So, for you know, with with a bank, for example, we the way that we sort of can understand how how a bank would use the blockchain is is clearing trades. For example, you can send assets very very quickly. Things can happen very very quickly when we look at a financial instrument. How's telco? I mean, it may be very similar. It may be exactly the same. But how's the telco uh, industry looking to implement blockchain in a practical example base? So uh, when it comes to examples, uh, I mean, there are lots of examples. One of them, as you just mentioned, in in the financial sector. So when typically blockchain is required or needed is basically when there is a bit of less or no trust between parties. So clearing houses is a very good example. So if both parties, they rely on blockchain to settle any kind of, uh, I would say, trade between them, this will make sure that the transactions between both parties will become very faster and it will be more trusted because it's all encrypted and it's all, I mean, based on smart contracts and based on the, 
I would say, the underlining functionalities of blockchain. Okay, well, that, that makes sense. So it's a similar type of function, essentially, what you're saying to, to the banking. No, that's, that sounds good. Now, what, one thing um, I find interesting with the telcos getting here, obviously they are at the forefront of technology for the most part, and it, as, as most sorry, as most sectors need to be really in today's modern day and age. If, if you're not up with technology and you know looking to explore different areas in your business, you're probably going backwards very, very quickly. I mean, a prime example of this has been the absolute dominance of Uber, of, of many of the world's taxi businesses in the sense that if you let yourself not develop with technology, you will eventually have technology beat you. So I can understand why the telcos are there, as I can understand why many other business applications are there. Is this something that uh, Saudi Telecom Company has been involved in for quite some time, or is it something recent? And if it's something recent, if it is something that's been recent, like in the last sort of 12 months or so, why is it, why is it that now is a time that you're getting involved and not earlier? Well, uh, it's actually, I mean, the short answer is it's a bit recent. And uh, one of the main reasons is that, uh, you know, we are waiting for the technology to be a bit mature. And we are going through an assessment where we want to know exactly where we want to go, what kind of industries that we want to target. And we've been going through a lot of assessment. So, Yes, it's a bit recent. However, the discussions that we're going through is a bit, I mean, it has been there for a while. Okay, so the the, the talk, I, I suppose what we've also needed to see is, you know, if you had been getting in, in the very early days, that there was a perceived risk there as to will this be around? Will, will it take off? You know, will there be enough um, of a community there to continue to build on the block and create things? We're seeing that is there now. And I, I've spoken to a lot of people all around the world Um that are very heavily involved in the creation uh, of, of, you know, an application of the blockchain. And none of these people seem to have any dis any um, viewpoint that this is going to disappear, as well as the uh, SEC. There's some text out there now saying that this could potentially be a, a, a you know, financial miracle, uh, to quote from that passage of text. Now, one of the things that I find fascinating is that as this space grows and develops, we do see different sectors coming in. And it's usually around the trust uh, area that most businesses are excited. And obviously, you know, we've already covered the, the clearing side of it as far as, you know, clearing trades from one like a borderless transaction. What for Saudi Telecom Company, what's the real, like, I mean, we've talked about certain things, uh, like, as I say, you know, the clearing trades across borders but is there more that you guys are looking at is there more that you want to do is it targeting businesses is it targeting individuals does it help you grow a market what areas beyond just the settlement of transactions if any are you guys excited about within the blockchain space well there are a lot of things that we're thinking about at the moment craig I mean, just before, I mean, going to that, I mean, just I want to categorize a little bit just for the audience to understand better. I mean, there are three levels, if you will. I mean, you can store data, digital records, for example. Okay, this is where you use blockchain, for example. To, so to store digital records, as an example, health in healthcare space, the store, I mean, storing the health information system or the health record of the patient is one of the applications that are available at the moment. And there are some of some companies that work in into that space to make sure that they put it on blockchain. And the second level is the exchanging of digital assets. I've been uh, listening to your discussion with Chris, I think, uh, DeRosa, right? Yep. 
And you, you discussed that, and I agree with you, it's beyond Bitcoin. I mean, the when you say a blockchain by itself, you can use it for digitizing or tokenizing assets. So making sure that you exchange those assets, making sure that you manage them, you know the ownership, the, uh, the whole history behind that asset is an application by itself uh, that can really add huge value. And one of the examples that are there, that comes to mind when it, when we say digital assets is the real estate. So you can, you can imagine having, for example, a house, which is virtually, I mean, digitized or tokenized house, and you can know all the history. I mean, if there is anything that has happened to that home or that house that you're buying, it's already on blockchain, it's already trusted, and you know exactly what happened throughout the years. So you, ha you can manage the life cycle of that asset in a better way. And the third, I mean, or the last but not least, is the executing of or the execution of smart contracts. So if you have any trade between two companies where you, have, you can automate the contracts, this can really, I mean, relieve a lot of burden to lots of companies. I really like that view, the the analogy you gave about the the property, the because uh, it is an investment and 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 it's difficult. I mean, my, my dad's a builder, so I'm from a background of of you know looking at houses, building houses, that sort of thing. So I also know a lot of investors in property that um, they go in and buy a property and they say you hear, hear the horror stories. Oh, we didn't know about this, we didn't know about that, and you know we had to put in fifty grand for this and a hundred grand for that, and you know this is an investment that they've made. Now whether it be a home or an investment, I'm talking more about the investment as you brought that up it's 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 really important to know these things because they can massively influence your decision if you are aware how many times have you heard about people buying a, a lemon you know buying a bad house buy a bad investment now the information had they have been able to have access to it they would have gone well we're gonna we, we want to knock the price down by sixty thousand dollars because it's going to cost us that just to repair this. People don't know enough information about these asset classes. And I think that's a really, really great example that you just brought up there, mate. So I really thank you for that. So basically, there are three different areas and you sort of covered on those as far as the use cases go. Now, I'd like to, if we don't, if you don't mind, just jump across into um, the vision for Saudi Arabia, because I know I spoke with um, a senior scientist and the head of the uh, epidemiology research at one of the hospitals there, Yasmin, who I spoke to in New York, who I touched on earlier. So I know that, you know, I got really excited speaking to her because it was really an eye-opener as to how forward-thinking uh, Saudi Arabia is becoming, not just to, to uh, blockchain, but also, you know, we are seeing a, a massive change and shift in the attitudes of the humans there. Now, that's exciting for me, and it's exciting for investors because there's a lot of money in that place, a lot of very big brains, and uh, they're very quick to adapt. I really like seeing how they do business. Now, can you tell us a little bit about what you think and what you know of the vision of Saudi Arabia, not just in blockchain, but just going forward? Well, uh, the vision or the uh, we've been really blessed by having uh, great leadership in Saudi that sets a vision for us, which I mean, uh, where all the businesses and all the whole countries going towards. So the the vision is uh, the purpose or the main purpose of the vision is to, of course, uh, put the uh, our Saudi Arabia in the forefront when it comes to uh, global economy. I mean, to be, to be one of the leaders. If you will, so and the vision is built around three main themes, which is a vibrant society, thriving economy, and an ambitious nation. 
And the thriving economy, of course, one of the pillars under that is to attract more businesses and attract more, I would say, investments to Saudi and making it very, very attractive. And in order to achieve that vision, there are multiple programs that are under that. And I'll just touch point on one of them, which is the financial sector development program, because it's a, a little bit related to what we discussed on blockchain. Because under the uh, financial sector program, I mean, there is a plan and there, there are targets to even have, for example, fintech company. And we are expecting those kind of companies uh, in fintech space to be built or at least used or utilized a little bit of uh, uh, latest technologies such as blockchain. So it's uh, when we look at what you're doing, the country is moving forward. Is blockchain, do you see? I mean, obviously, everybody knows that Saudi right now, it's, it's a massive oil producer. A lot of the wealth has come from oil. Are you trying to shift away from that? Is, is that the objective for moving towards technology? It's one of the main objectives of the vision is actually to shift and reduce the reliance on oil. In order for us to be more competitive globally, of course, we have to do that. Absolutely. I, I think that's what makes it so exciting. Um, for, definitely from my point of view is that there, there is a huge reliance on that uh, from what I understand at the moment. Now, the world needs to shift away from that. It's, it's very clear. It's very apparent. And we're seeing so much more development in the uh, renewable energy space. Now, a lot of places are still fighting it. Uh, a lot of companies are still fighting it because, you know, big Big tankers take time to turn, but they are going to need to turn as the world desires more renewable and we you know, try and make sure that we have a planet to live on. So it's, it's really fascinating. I mean, we, we saw what happened um, in Dubai, for example, whereby you know it, it went from a, a desert, an oil producer, just it, it transformed itself into a completely different sphere of doing business and eco um, uh, the economy changed drastically. I'm really excited and looking forward to seeing what uh, Saudi Arabia has to do going forward because, like I say, that there's a lot of eight people, a lot of very smart people, and you've been very, very savvy with the uh, transactions in business so far. It just so happens to be that oil has been your major export, potentially technology uh, and financial services to be the next one. Yeah. But is there anything else that uh, you think you'd like to add to us about you know, what Saudi Telecom Company is doing within the space that we may have overlooked? Well, uh, Saudi Telecom is the uh, largest, I would say, telco operator in the MENA region. And we have subsidiaries across uh, multiple countries uh, within the Middle East, mainly. And uh, we are also working in multiple areas. I mean, we are expanding beyond the telco services. So one of the things that we are having in the latest strategy that we have in Saudi Telecom is that we are moving towards more of a media space, as well as the financial se uh, sector space as well. So those are very interesting for us, uh, or very interesting, I would say, sectors that we're targeting at the moment. And I believe that this will help the, both the company and the whole country as well. Well, it sounds to me that, uh, Saud, you're very much at the forefront, uh, not just for the Saudi telecom company, but also for Saudi Arabia as, a, uh, as the country looks to move forward and develop what you said, the strategy for Saudi telecom company sounds very much in line with the rest of the country. Um, it's a very, very exciting time to, uh, to be around, not just for Saudi Arabia, but for the whole world that is plugged into and understands or is learning to understand uh, this blockchain and you know, extension of the internet. Mate, where would the listeners find out more information about you, the projects you're working on, and also the Greater Saudi plan moving forward? If you could help them out, that would be really much appreciated. 
Well, I mean, they can find me at uh, LinkedIn, Saud Al Shurehi, and uh, I'm posting a lot of things about either blockchain and uh, IoT as well. And uh, vision2030.gov.sa, where they can find all what they need about the vision and the programs. Excellent. Well, I thank you so much for your time today, Saud. It was an absolute pleasure having a chat with you. I wish you all the best going forward, and I will speak again down the track. Thank you. Thanks very much. Guys, don't forget this show is brought to you by TraderCobb.com, where you can jump across there and get a hold of all your trading education needs in the crypto space. Have a great day. Bye. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out TraderCobb.com because experience matters. 